So I've not used Google Hangouts before. Does it switch the video based on who's talking or like? Is it- yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can also select if you just want to look at somebody. Because sometimes I like to look at specific people's faces. Um, it's not weird. And you can just select somebody that you want to look She's at. She's talking about me. <laughs> uh, welcome to the sorting chat, everybody. Boom. It's our like I don't know fifth episode or something, or I don't know fifth or sixth. I think we've recorded more than we've released, so absolutely. What, Who cares? I don't remember how many we've recorded. Um, by this point, we all have released. Uh, so when we talked last time, we talked for three hours. Whoops. So we're yeah, probably going to have a double there. episode. Those Jude, okay. those Jude Laud drinks, like June oh, or yeah. Leah is like, I, it's hard to keep up with her drinking because she can, she can, she can knock them back. And I was just like, well, I mean, I'm not trying to say she's a drunk, but she, she can no. drink a lot. Um, the subtext, Dale, is that she's a drunk because <laughs> you've said on more than one occasion, pretty much every time we talk, you have talked about Leah's drinking. Well, no, because she's... she's, I've cut it out. It's hard to keep up with on the drinking, because I don't often drink. Like, I maybe, like, drink maybe three-ninths out of my week. And and even then, it's, like, maybe one drink. And um, when I spend... Do we need to, like, get Leah on and and do an intervention? Is that the point? No, I I think... See, at one point, you literally said she's obsessed with gin. And I said, well, that makes her... Gin is delicious. Gin is delicious. No, she... That is her drink. That's, like, if... Like you want to get her a Christmas present, you get her like Bombay Sapphire. That's what, what you get. In the her. Fucking hell! <laughs> I'm Sherry. I'm Lauren. I'm Dale. We have a guest tonight, all the way from wherever the hell you live. Where do you live? I live in Boston, Massachusetts. On an what's Air your Force name? Base. Uh, Robert slash Dub, apparently, and I'm Sherry's less cool brother. Does anybody call you Robert? Do they call you Robert now? Uh, actually, everybody calls me Robert, so the only people Except that call me, me Dub is, like, Sherry and, like, a few other people. But, yeah, I mean, I can go by Dub on the sorting chat. That's fine with me. The problem is, like, imagine introducing yourself as Dub. Yeah. Like, try to imagine how I, that conversation goes. Like, I refuse 15, to do that. Yeah, Fair. In, fif- in 15 seconds, you can't explain it. Like, there's too much backstory. Like, I've tried. It just doesn't work. There's not. Yeah. Your middle name is WW. Right? And they're like, what the hell kind of middle name is that? It's like that people are fair. like, that's not a middle name. And I'm like, I know. My parents are insane. My dad was on the run from the law. That was his alias. Like, it's Time a, it's out. Nuts. I have never heard that part of the story. Wait, what seriously? What do you mean he was on the run from the law? That was his alias. From my dad What are you like... talking about? He had a, a search warrant. From You know that my dad went to prison, right? Yes. But I didn't well, know. at one point before he went to prison, he was on the run from the law because he was crying. I just assume he went pre- peaceably. <laughs> I, I think this was a different for a different thing. Oh, he was. No. That's hilarious. Yes. But so the reason was... his alias was that was because there's a there's a Burt Reynolds film mm-hmm. called WW and the Dixie Dance Kings. Oh, and I guess somebody thought he looked like Burt Reynolds in that film. I didn't know any of this. They didn't tell me any of this until I was like 18. So like, I just thought it was just some random nonsense thing. They always said it stood for whatever you want. Because that starts with W's. What are you I drinking, Dub? I am drinking a very pretentious IPA. It is fantastic. What's it called? Steal This Can. It's from Lord <laughs> Hobo. Very good. I, Lord Hobo. No idea what any Lord of that Hobo. means. 
He's a fancy is, beer drinker. I'm sorry. Are you saying Lord Hobo? It is a beer Hobo? that I like. Yes, Lord Hobo. Okay. I've been getting into it the. A... Go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted. No, I'll just say it's just a good IP, a good IPA from from around Boston. Were you drinking so. a broomstick drink earlier for no, thematic the, my, purposes? No, uh, my glass is a three broomsticks uh, three oh. broomsticks uh, cup nice. that my mother-in-law got me. So. Nice. Oh. A, I'm drinking a, a con- concoction because I got like uh, Lauren always has these fancy drink concoctions and inspires me with her like cocktails. So I did um, it's vodka and some of that dull pine orange banana juice Ooh. mixed with uh, apricot. Uh, what is that soda water? That Lacroix. Soda water. Look, Lacroix. LaCroix and vodka and pine orange banana juice. Delicious. What are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking Coca-Cola Classic from McDonald's. (laughs) I got a large, I got a big boy. Was Chris Tucker there? Was fancy Chris Tucker? No, this is a different McDonald's. Um, In case I cut this part out, we are referencing the fact that one of at, my, at, at McDonald's, I frequent. There is a um, guy who looks like Chris Tucker in The Fifth Element. He's a real cool dude. Um, I'm drinking. Sure? I'm drinking golden milk, which is almond milk and turmeric. What does the turmeric do for it? That actually what? sounds really oh, delicious. Turmeric. Um, it's. Is like, it warm or cold? It's warm, but you can drink oh. it cold. And it's a little bit sweet too. Um, you're supposed to put honey, but I was out of honey, so I just use a little bit of raw sugar but it's just like makes it i mean turmeric's really good for you but also it makes it have kind of a nutty like is it good for you though yeah turmeric is good for you it's a spice right how is it good for yeah it has kind of like um pseudoscience things to me i'm I'm not oh it totally it totally might be but i've read that it's um Good you, read also... it in a peer you should sprinkle study some on your chair? McDonald's. Oh, I should. Um, no, I think Coca- it... I did not read it in a peer-reviewed study. Is Coca-Cola Classic also, good for you, Lauren Charles? I just oh, like turmeric, st- so it tastes good. I mean, it's an what, acquired taste, what but... What does it taste like? Cumin? Uh, no, not at all. It sounds like it would taste like a curry, like a, cur- like a no. sweet curry milk. So, turmeric, I don't know. It doesn't have, like, a curry taste. Uh, I mean, it doesn't taste, like... It doesn't taste like cumin. It's like a kind of warm, like nutty flavor. That sounds good. It does sound soothing. Yeah. I have heard of golden milk before, and it sounded like a delicious nighttime beverage. That's what it sounded like. It is. I, I enjoy it. Um, is it, it is an acquired like... taste, and you should probably be careful. to. I think sometimes people overdo it, like put too much turmeric in it, and then it can and be really bitter. Like, mm-hmm. Did you get a turmeric eye? Yeah. Um, oh, what? Oh. But uh you might get too healthy. Too healthy. Way <laughs> mm-hmm. too healthy. I got I, I don't know what it is, but living in Yellow Springs and for those who don't know and for well, for all of you cuz you don't live in my town, but like it's a very sort of like hippy dippy joint like mm-hmm. um I I have gotten so turned off on like hearing about people's fucking remedies and Yeah. <laughs> So For I'm sure. automatically like, yeah, that's fake. Even though it might not be, it might not be fake. Is there, Who knows? Like, rub that Can on we... your baby's heels. Rub tumor. 
<laughs> now what you want to do is cry. sprinkle it, sprinkle it on a jade egg, and just pop that up inside your vagina. Oh <laughs> gosh, oh, I gosh. can't do that. By the way, like uh, it's more. Have you guys uh, tampon? Have you guys? Can I go read... down one rabbit hole? Because while well, since you mentioned you're from Yellow Springs, I feel like we need to talk about the fact. I don't know why that makes me think of the Chappelle Show, which uh-huh. makes me think that Charlie Murphy died this week, who he I love. And yeah. it was very, very sad. And can we just pour one out for Charlie Did Murphy? Did he die this week or like months ago? Was it months Did ago? Like I a- found out about I it. Did he die like a month ago? I feel or, like it was a it while was, ago. It was a, couple, it was a couple weeks ago, but he was just like yeah, trending weeks. on the internet for some other reason that I can't remember. Yeah. I should know about it. I found out about it this week. So I was very sad to hear that Charlie Murphy had passed. He was a really that cool guy. That is a shame. So. Yeah. yeah, pour one out. Yeah. Everybody take a sip for Charlie Murphy. I'm gonna Charlie Murphy. I actually haven't watched that many Chappelle shows. I've only watched like five minutes of Chappelle show, which I'm sure makes me not Racist. as cool as everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, I've I met my to... daily quota of, of calling Gale Gale no So what um what do we want to talk about first? Do we want to talk about let's talk about house elves? House elves. House elves. So they exist in the Harry Potter books. Your thought? No. So, so Hermione, the reason why, okay, let me preface it by saying the reason why I'm thinking of house elves, so you can all laugh at me and I can be the butt of the joke for a minute, <laughs> is that I am definitely reading Harry Potter fan fiction again in my life. <laughs> that's not, that's not a laughable offense. Do you read it? No, it's not. No, but I mean, I, I don't no. think any of us thought that you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read it in years, guys. I'm 33 years old. I got no time for that shit. No, I was saying, don't feel too bad. Like, you're 33 years old and you're reading Harry Potter fan fiction. I'm 33 years old and I've read 10 total books and seven of them are Harry Potter. So, like... <laughs> I'd be proud, what? frankly. What were the other three? Uh, Runaway Ralph and the Motorcycle, some book about hot air ballooning, and then The Hobbit. I read like 75% of The Hobbit. You did not so read 75% of The Hobbit. 75% read... is a. Terrible, I read 75% and you read the... Okay, so the story is... This is this the one you, you wrote the report Yeah, from? this was in a yeah. previous podcast. So <laughs> yeah, no. I was I was reading it and he needed a book report and I only got 75% of the way through and then I had to go to sleep. So he had to finish the rest of the book so he could finish the book report. So he only read 25% of so the book. Did, I think I, I read some so. of it. Like, how did you get through school, like college and high school and all of those things only reading that many books? Like you have the, to read. The thing about tests is there's four answer choices and one of them is right. And so, like, it's not that hard. Like, I don't know. Like, (laughs) but he started. Help us all. He started. He's turned his life around, guys. He's a fucking jag lawyer. Can we? I I read a lot. That's what I'm saying. Lauren, that is why I'm saying what I'm saying. It's like, well, he he reads, but not like fiction books. I have a very short attention span. Okay, it's like a hundred so, pages is about all I can make, but I can read like cases because they're all like fifty pages, so I can like read right. that. Right, no problem. Okay. I used to work for an attorney for like three years. They're not. I cool. had to read a lot. I had to read a lot of stuff. It was a family oh, yeah. law attorney, so oh, it was yeah. kind of a sucky job. But yeah, but yeah, I had to read a lot of case files. Well, maybe we should shift. The, maybe we should shift over from talking about because we're clearly not out at house self level yet. What were you saying about fan fiction, Lauren? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, no, I was just reading a fa- uh, 
Oh, Lord. A story, a, a, a ten-chapter story called Dance with the One Who Brought You. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to give a shout-out to the author. Hold on. Let's give a shout-out to this the author. This sounds great. The author is uh, Cat Diva. Nice. This was. Can written... we guess what the fanfic is about before you tell yes! us? Like, I feel yes! Like I don't like fanfic. Please do that. Oh. Oh, I this is like an alternate universe where Hermione marries Victor Crumb. I feel like it's an alternate universe where Harry marries Luna Lovegood. Oh, I okay. love it. I love since, it. Since we're on alternate universes, I'm I'm thinking alternate, but I'm thinking like Ron shows up and he's there and he wants to dance with Hermione and Hermione is dancing with Harry and Harry and Hermione mm. are together, but <gasps> he wants her, but he okay. can't have her. Can I have a second guess? Just yes. one more guess. I want it to be a, a tale of Winky and uh, and Barty Crouch Jr.'s daily life together. Like, what? Like she loves him? Like she's in love with him? Yes. Like yes. Oh my god! Oh my! Oh my god! We should I always want... have this segment on our show. <laughs> Yes, because, yes, because, okay, let's Guess think about it. Conceptualizing reading. Barney Crouch Jr. Jr. is David Tennant in my head. So, like, if I were Winky, um, I'd be all up in um, love with him. I'm in, I'm in for it. <laughs> I'd be in love with him. Right. Some oh, sort of, man. you know, cross-species love connection. <laughs> anyway. Well, so. She so, was real sad. She like, was. When he she wasn't was, there. Yeah. Well, so yes, this... because she's devoted to that family. Because of the ma- the magic, the ma- I can't say the word magic. I'm sorry, magic, magic, Ma- magic, magic, magic. So go ahead, Lauren. Let me tell you about, tell the, about what it. the story is about. Uh, it, it takes place during Goblet of Fire, near during the Triwizard Tournament, and they're getting ready for the Yule Ball. So many, I can't tell you how many fan fiction stories mm. revolve around the Yule Ball. Um, That's it's such surprising. a good. I'm sorry, the Yule Ball is awesome. I want to have a Yule I Ball. I want right. to go to the Yule Ball. I want to dress up. I want to see wizard band sing and play and dance at the Yule Ball. That's right. what I want to do. So in this story, uh, we open on Hermione being called to a special meeting with McGonagall, and who should she find when she gets there? Can you guess? What's my ship, ladies and gentlemen? Draco, Draco. Malfoy. <laughs> so Draco is also there. Um, McGonagall is asking the two these two students to, for whatever reason, choreograph the Yule Ball dance <laughs> because 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 um, Malfoy is rich and so obviously has been trained in in, in like the waltz and Hermione as, as a Muggle has studied ballet so they must be able so they have to work together on this. This is sort of a slow burn for their relationship because they hate each other, right? Right, but it's then like, there's two other yeah. levels to this story, where, as Dale proposed, Ron is in love with Hermione, but Hermione this this is during the you know the fourth book where Hermione or Ron and Harry are not speaking, um, mm-hmm. at this point, and uh, what this author theorizes is that it's because Ron is jealous of. Hermione and Harry's relationship to each other, which they're not dating, but he's he apparently thinks that there's something going on, even though there isn't. Though Harry does love Hermione in this one, everybody loves Hermione mm-hmm. in this one. So those three boys are all, like Draco's not there yet, but he's gonna get there. It's going in that direction, and then also Victor Crumb. So everybody was right, mm-hmm. but Sherry basically. 
<laughs> Mine's still better. Oh, I read a story about that the other day, actually. Dude, where, uh, no, the Winky and Barney Grouch Jr. That's, that's fantastic. That and I feel like we should all probably do a treatment on that story. Anyway, Winky. yes. So elf, elves, house elves, obviously, because in the fourth book, that's when she comes up with the Society for Protection of Elvish Warfare. Well, is protection it- of elvish warfare <laughs> well, that's warfare. a tattoo that, that's a tattoo that i actually want to get i've tried to convince my wife over and over again that i could get an sbew badge like tattoo and she will not she will not stand like over it. your heart like be like See yeah that? like where you would put okay. a badge like right on um, like under my shoulder okay. like, i want that one real bad but i was really sad that like none of that ended up in the movies and that was like Ugh. a huge part yeah of hermione's like gusto and awesomeness as like a well however the well i guess what i wanted to talk about was how the books frame this um her her vision is ultimately misguided and how do you feel about that that's kind of wait the books frame her vision Uh, as misguided i I don't think so i think that they like try to show how bad everybody else is by making it seem like they're they've so normalized like all the problems with elves like that it makes it seem misguided but like the subtext is like it's you know, like everybody else is super fucked up. <laughs> well, that's what I think. That's what Lauren's saying is that she she eventually gives up because she ha- she has to eat and she has to do all these things that 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 basically house elves contribute to in Hogwarts. Like, so basically, all the food, all the cleaning up after everything. Like, basically, she gives up. Eventually, she's like, uh, well, I, you know, I have to eat, eat and I have to like. But I don't think she gives up. I just think she's, like, fighting for it in, like, a different way. Because she's still, like, trying to, like, push for elvish, like, rights and, like, you know, equal rights. And then well, she, then, the way she treats, like, creature and... Well, then maybe yeah. is this, is this... I, I disagree that, that we're supposed to take away from it that everybody... Although, I don't know. Because it does seem to me, like, overall, she has to be saying, look at these flawed wizard people. But our, we follow Harry... Harry Potter, who also came from the Muggle world and who seems to be fine with it, and sort of has this um, view of her as like not, I mean I don't want to say a raging harpy, but he, like he kind of <laughs> he kind of admonishes her to 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 back off a little bit, and so Chill out is is the message then not that um, you should not that um, is the message that activism is not the way? I wonder. I wonder that too because I feel like J.K. Rowling uses creature and uses um, Winky and uses, gosh, one of the the main my brain's not working. Dobby, Dobby, as like ways to carry the story forward. I mean, they're obviously really big parts of the narrative and getting things done. Like, and so because even Harry uses Dobby to retrieve things, to follow people, like to follow, um, like in the fifth or no, the sixth book he uses them to follow draco like he orders them around like the entire series so she uses the the elves as like a way to to carry the narrative forward and you know so so without like if if harry didn't believe that he should use dobby the way he should then the thing is though that like dobby wants to do those things and like offers to do things whereas like creature i think he is ordering but at the same time like just to go back to what Lauren said, like, I don't know that the point is that, like, activism isn't the way as much as that, like, yeah, like, activism is an inconvenience to people. And, like, that's how you change, like, 
systems yeah, like but I mean, that like, is by like inconveniencing people and being an annoying well, me, what, what if like right. hogwarts is in the south in like you know the 17 1800s like you know is is her are there like slaves in the castle and like yes Hermione that's what is, it like, is yes that's, that's what it basically is. what it is like you know what i mean like what is she... summoned that are unseen that are constantly working all the time like mm-hmm. that's what house elves are i guess and, yeah and, i mean like yeah. you know it's so I mean, like I I don't know. I mean, like what? Where I have this trouble all the time, and people get mad at me at work because I will like talk like talk about it a lot. But like, it's like, how were you ever an okay person if you either owned another person or like lived somewhere where people owned another person, like and didn't like do anything about it? You know what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. it it is tough. Like, it, it's well, tough to I think about. Like, what question? are they doing? Isn't Dumbledore giving the elves like aren't all the elves at Hogwarts like? Um, elves that have been let go from other homes or, or families. Like, we don't, in, we don't know that. Come, I, I don't think like, that they I mean, say that. But I, but I feel like Winky was given a position there. Dobby was given a position there. I think Dobby's a lot of them, you. like, it, yeah, but I think, a, I think a lot of them are, it's like in their family, like the same as like the, the house, the families that, you know, that mm-hmm. within generations of like, like stay in the same family. Hogwarts? Well, I, I think like the the families that were there, the house elf, the house elves that were there when it started, like their children continue to work there is mm-hmm. how I understood it. That's yeah. how how the theory I would take is that it's like it passes with Hogwarts like it does with a family. So like who's the, the headmaster of Hogwarts? The headmaster. Okay. Because he offered them pay. Of like Dumbledore said, like it said in the book, I can't remember if it was four or six, but they it like that they had all turned down. Like he tried to pay them and they wouldn't take it. Or Except whatever. for Dobby. Well, what Except is it? For Dobby, I yeah. guess my my argument about um about her writing my the, my issue with it is that she's written a race of characters that want to be slaves. Mm-hmm. That, that is, is fucking problematic. Like, is it not like? like they're, they're so, what is she saying then? Like. What's the message? Like I said, like I said, like they, I don't know, like it just seems like I'm not smart enough to understand this, but maybe I am. I mean, I like, know. we're I, all slaves, right? Like, we all, like, no, eat at McDonald's that. and go to, go to no, Walmart, no, no, like, no. and stuff. Like, I mean, like, we are all, like, in a sense, like, not slaves, like, slavery in America, but, like, to, like, the plutocrats. Like, we, like, live a life that we're excited about consumption and, like, want to do that. So, I guess. Right, but let me just say that I don't feel like J.K. Rowling, when she wrote these stories, was creating this, like, perfect world. Where there wasn't like, I mean, this is obviously not a, a system that we want, you know, to be a part of, but it is a part of this fictitious system. Right. And but it's why, still a part of it. But when you create a character, there's a reason why. It's either a reflection of you or it's a reflection of outside of you. And in what right. world well, has she, she seen slaves that want to be slaves? Well, and there's this understanding too, because she's what, okay, so she's raised in a system of, like um a monarchy and a monarchy that had for years and years and years there was a class system of the servant class and there wasn't really much of a middle class and then although there was, like, I, again i would like to go on record as that saying servant class is not the same as slavery we can't even agree agreed i have to i have to say but when you like like you said like when he offers to pay them and and they say no you're saying like what kind of person creates what kind of person writes that is what you're saying well, not, I don't want to say what kind of person, but who are like, you? What, what kind of person are you? But, like, what's the message? 
that's the that's the thing that has always troubled me about house elves is it's not only have we created a class of people who want to be slaves, but the one person who fights for it is ridiculed, and ultimately, only Ron comes around her way of thinking. Right. Yeah, and really, I think, like, honestly, to I get, think you to get well, Harry, I would I, say too. Not really. <laughs> no, Harry uses no, no. Harry uses those those house elves to his advantage. The entire narrative, he never ever changes like that sense of ownership. Yeah, and like even if it's like, oh, he treats That's... them well, it's like still he does like command them to do he commands specific them. He things. Summons... And like, I don't doubt that he like loves Dobby. Oh yeah, he does. I I don't think that. Uh, the way that he treats, like, even when he starts to treat Creature better, he still, like, sees him as, you know, less than. But I think just, I think it'd be, I think she could have done something a lot more interesting and more nuanced by having them, basically having it be the same, but without having them, like, want to be in that position. Yeah. Even if they, even if they put that face forward, and even if they, like, act that way, because that's so ingrained in them that that's how they're supposed to act if there was some level of like, I don't know, so, like something just slightly more subversive and like some level of like resentment or, you know, resistance beneath that, right. I think that right. could have been a lot more interesting rather Maybe than just, just like the start of the subversiveness with Dobby. Like she's just starting that, that narrative with Dobby. But he's, he's, I mean, he's, wants to be out of it from the beginning. He's miserable. But, and, but he's so like ostracized and I feel like, yeah, if there was some more like if there was more like if there were more levels to kind of their behavior that like he maybe on the surface would be ostracized but then still like kind of inspiring something you know behind the scenes sort of like talking about like her jk rowling's like motivation for doing that like something that i found really interesting about the series in general is sort of like I don't know, Sherry, I might have mentioned to y'all that I, like, wanted to comment on how y'all, like, or some of some of you were, like, a little bit harsh on Snape, I thought. Me. Something that I thought, or the character of Snape, not that I think that he's a great guy, but what I love about the books, and it was, like, maybe the third or fourth time through that I started to catch this, was people in the books, like, did things that they were deeply ashamed of. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and, like, did deeply shameful things, like snape and even james and even dumbledore like and it's just it's just interesting to like i don't know like something about that really caught me like if you y'all are like i'm the least cool person on this podcast and like you know i feel really like i've done things he's like a that jack I'm lawyer ladies and gentlemen yeah. and he's the yeah. least no. cool person on this I, I am so uncool like but i mean like i i mean i everybody has like the I think that she had some deep understanding that like everybody does things that they're super like ashamed of at some point or lots of people do. And like, like how do you find like, uh, you know, a way to move forward with your life when you're like really upset with how you used to view the world or how you used to act or like, you know, I mean that, that was something that really like captured me about Snape. Like, you know what I mean? Like that idea that like, it's a little bit, I think like, myopic to say that like if you were in the same system that he was in at the time that he was doing those things that like i don't think that when that he knew that what his actions were going to lead to the death of the woman that he loved you know his whole life like you know what i mean like and it's just like how do you move on from that like i mean i certainly i mean i certainly deal with with some of that like in my own life like i've done things that like have led to like really terrible outcomes and like how do you not blame yourself and like how do you like move forward with your life and like try to do positive things so like i i don't know i think the house elf thing like kind of fits into that broader narrative of like you know sort of addressing the idea that like not everything is 
perfect. That's why it's such an interesting, like, young adult or child story, because most right. of the time it's not like that, you know. Well, yeah, um, it's in a very imperfect world, and she yes, yeah. definitely And I think that up. you could have done that with, with slaves who didn't want to be slaves, though. I mean... Yeah, yeah. I agree, yeah. Because that's the issue. That. And, you know what Oh, I'm makes sorry. me terrible is because I've never thought about this on a deeper level than oh they wanted to do it which makes me the butt of this podcast for <laughs> no because I no. you live in the south of course they wanted to do it. <laughs> stop it <laughs> no 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 not at all I'm just joking. I actually I'm the only like I just feel like even growing up like I grew up in a multiracial family and I'm not just throwing that out there she has black they, friends, ladies and gentlemen. I actually knew that. I don't That's, have black friends. I, I have black that. relatives. I actually have people that I'm related <laughs> yes, to. That's I'm not like friends one with them. Level okay. Up on that. Not I'm, not, I'm not friends with them. <laughs> We're not friends. Part of it is how bad slavery really was. Like, right. I mean, if you think about it, like there were slaves, like when when slaves were emancipated, there were slaves that chose to stay. Like, and that doesn't mean that slavery is okay. Like, you right. know what I mean? And like, that just whole, means it's it's so bad that like they can't even move past like in like you've so ingrained in people over so many generations such a horrible system even, that they right. want it at some point but even during reconstruction like people not leaving the south and staying and doing the mm-hmm. sharecropping that was created by a system of white people well i mean how do you leave mm-hmm. the south right that's after, what i'm saying like actually this is that's fair that's what i'm saying like it's like they're used to then they all of a sudden get to sharecrop and then the depression happens and then everything just goes to shit well, if I wanted to ascribe, like, even deeper significance to the Harry Potter novels, let's consider, maybe, nope, this is not true, but let's pretend, like, Her- J.K. Rowling, as a white woman, understanding white privilege in the psyche of the white mind, knows that as white people, that the white people reading these books would totally be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know, they feel comfortable being slaves. They'd, they want to be slaves forever. Because to us, <laughs> it's something that we've heard in our lives. You know what I mean? It's something that it's the kind of thing that a white person would tell themselves. It's the kind of yeah. thing that they say on Fox News and it's like, man, they were building the White House, but they, it was they, yeah, all they right. Were, I mean, they, they kind of so liked well. it. Like. Yeah, they loved being slaves. <laughs> it's interesting to me because, like, my understanding is that J.K. Rowling worked for Amnesty International, mm-hmm. like, at some right. point, And they, like, obviously work with, like, people that have come out of situations like mm-hmm. that. So it seems odd to me that, like, she wouldn't have written that with a little bit more. Uh, delicacy. Maybe there's some subtext there. There's there's subtext that I'm like we aren't getting. You know what I'm saying? If you're like, listening to this podcast, can... please email us, comment, message. We'd love to hear what you think the subtext is because I think we're trying to tease it out and we're not having a lot of luck. Like, and maybe I it's because I, I, I haven't know read that, it recently. Like, I don't know. I wonder though, like I... because we don't really get like experience with that many, like how, like what is the actual population of house elves, right? Right. Because, like, the only house like elves we really come into contact with, like, are, you know, the, Dobby, Dobby, who's kind of the outsider, and then Winky, um, and then and Creature, Creature, and then the Hogwarts house elves, like, I wonder mm-hmm. if, like, their experience is just very different from mm-hmm. the, like, general population of house elves. So, like, maybe the the rest of them, maybe there is, like, a house elf resistance somewhere, and we're just, mm-hmm. like, not well, seeing I, it. I, I, I thought would... it would love to read that fan fiction mm-hmm. but like i mean maybe that's a thing that exists and and like you know we're just not getting that from the characters we're seeing which which and i would that's... say if it's not written it's not there like she you know she True. introduced it and 
and didn't follow up on it other than to make us love Dobby and lose him and fuck you for that. <laughs> That's what I, I agree. Think well, and I feel that same way. And I also, when you, someone mentioned House of Procreation earlier, and I didn't ever think about that. Me neither. Thought, <laughs> Me neither. I don't want I never to. Thought about the, I never thought about that because I creature thought, talks don't they about, live for like ever? Like, don't yeah, they but live like creature, creature talks about wanting to have his house chopped off and put on the wall, like with all of his ancestors. His head. Um, so he, yeah. His head. Well, like, yeah. what would she Barney Crouch Jr.'s and Winky's kid look like, though? Like, how, how would that... <laughs> oh, my God. Does well, I mean, interspecies procreation work? Of course it does. Hagrid. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. Which I, yeah, right. I have a lot of questions about the mechanics of that. Well, me too. Like, me too. I mean, his dad, was not a, his dad was not a giant. No. Not but you don't know how work. he was down there. And it obviously know. wouldn't have worked the other way around. Like, we can talk about... That would not have worked. That no. would not have worked. Like, I thought about that. I was like, his mother had to be the giant. <laughs> right. Because right. this was just not going to work. I Getting mean, into the mechanics of uh, it could work. procreation. It could work. It depends no, on... I don't know. Nope. She would have died. She would have died. But, like, are centaurs just, like, an interspecies situation, then? Like, is no, that... No, centaurs are... No. Centaurs They're their are own, own thing. thing. Okay. Or, or I, maybe I just watched the. I just watched the Jerry's painting episode of Parks and Rec. <laughs> I was gonna say something about that Jerry the Jerry's painting, where like the girl is like, obviously some bestiality is going on. Something so somebody made not... it. Somebody made it with something, and this was the result. Of that's it. not how centaurs work. I was thinking <laughs> unicorn and like some. I don't know, but and... I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> what are you? What unicorns and what? I don't know you something. Guys... I'm not sure. Humans, I just want to explain that I, I thought narwhals were fictitious <laughs> until so like three or four years ago. Uh, I didn't think narwhals were real either. Like I saw one at an aquarium and I was like, that's not fucking You've real. You've seen what one in that? real life, Dub? You've at seen a real one? aquarium, yeah. Like in, uh, hey, I think so... it was in Houston at the aquarium oh and I was like, what the really? hell is that thing? They really do? I was like, they stuck a horn on that manatee. Guys, I'm and, pretty uh, sure that I thought jackalopes were real. Did y'all ever read that article from that Silicon Valley guy? Like, it came out maybe five months ago about the fact that he doesn't dream or has no visual imagination. No. I actually posted an article, like, like last year about people who don't have a visual picture, like... Dub doesn't. I can't do it. Zero. Never had a dream in my life. You may have posted it, and then I reposted it, and then a friend of mine was, like, upset because she realized, like, a friend that I go to church with was like, I don't have a mind's eye. Like, I can't picture things. And I was like, no, no clue. Can't even see my own kid's face if I close my eyes. My wife, that's the saddest thing. That is so weird. See, my friend Stephanie, my friend Stephanie said she realized that from that post. So I basically burst her bubble of of imagination. I've been saying this for 15 years that like I just never had it. Like he named it something I can't even remember what it was. Like some he gave it some weird name. I think I got it from you. I can't even imagine that because I read it and I was like dumbfounded. Well, I'm always lost, and I it, like all the things that he was saying was like my life. Like I can't find my way to anywhere because I don't remember what anything looks like. Like I remember how to get to places by like I turn on this street named this, and this everything is words it's in my words. head. But you yeah, remember our faces. Actually, you know who you're talking to. You have you know facial I mean? re- recognition. No, you have facial recognition, so it's different. Like he sort of described it in a way that like it made me like understand what my problem is. Like it's not that I can't see something or recognize it. It's that like I can't close my eyes and like see that person. Like I can't say, okay, 
Well, I'm looking at Sherry right now. I'm going to close my eyes and imagine her. I can't do that. Like, it's not so even like you, a cartoon or anything. So what you, you need books. is a pensive. <clears throat> yes. That's what I need. If I had a you, yeah, y'all talked about that on the third podcast. So y'all were talking about what y'all would want, and I'd want a pensive. So, like, when you read the Harry Potter books, <laughs> what you, you picture? Just words? Like, when you're imagining? I just... I don't imagine it. I just read it. Like, it's just such an interesting, re- like, it's probably why I was never all that into reading. And like, Sherry yeah. kind of talked me into reading Harry Potter. And like, it was just such an interesting story. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I love the story. And like, I never imagined like what anybody looked like or anything like that. When, when you went to Wizarding World, did it like, cause like in my head, when, like when I went to Wizarding World, I was just like kind of comparing it to like how I imagine. Yeah like what it really looked like but like what was that experience like for you if you don't imagine well, I didn't watch the, things the movies as... so I, I didn't watch the movies either so it was perfect for me i loved it like it's mm-hmm. like you know never having seen any of this stuff and like i loved it it was just like i don't my problem with like i eventually watched the movies but it was after that and i hated them uh yeah. but like <laughs> like when i was at wizarding world like i loved like seeing everything you know what i mean that i have like read so clearly about like it was very very interesting that to is sort so of take cool. it in. you should write all of that down like your um response to he doesn't to have to this. he just said it on the podcast <laughs> i <laughs> did i just said there's like these concepts that i mean i can even begin to understand you know because of the fact that i i mean i'm never gonna understand not being able to like imagine things for those of us who do have a mind's eye is um <laughs> Well, no, I'm not in a bad way, but, like, because going on that idea of, like, going to Wizard, Wizarding World and seeing what it looked like, but um, when, you, when you imagine the books in your minds, um, ladies, do you find that my issue is that for some things, I did have a very clear picture of what things looked like, but then I saw the movies and that sort of replaced it and I can't get it back. Not for what they look like. Like, the each person in my mind has a look that's not what it was, that's not the characters in the film, because those were pretty cemented. Mm-hmm. But, like, all the places now, I can't help but just see this the set. I've only seen each of the movies, like, once, and such a long time ago, and I've read the book so many times since then that I think, like, my mental image has kind of taken over whatever was there from the movies. So I don't really remember what any of the houses and, and stuff looked like. Do they know that I was in the New York Times for at a book release yes. for Harry Potter? He's kind of a big life. deal. I'm kind of a big deal. But no, how in the world that ever ended up happening, I have no idea. No, how did it happen? Did this, how did it, how, who came up to you? Did they like, just, I, she come, came up to you or? Yeah, I went last minute. Like, so there's people there dressed like straight up as Trelawney, like as like whole like giant outfits. Like, as uh, there was somebody dressed as Dobby. Like, there's all these people. <laughs> like, like I like I was just in Brooklyn seeing a friend, and like Jen and the baby went to sleep, and I was like, well, like they're gonna do this midnight thing. I never been to one, so I was like, 11:45. I just stroll out to this bookstore that I had seen earlier in the day, and there was I'm like number 270 out of 300 in a line, and I'm not even like. I have like a Gryffindor shirt on, but that is it. Like, you know, and jorts because I always wear jorts. But yeah, everybody else is like all dressed up. She comes up straight to me, like, and starts talking. Maybe because you looked like a normie. Maybe it's yeah, she's like, what? Yes. She's like, what the hell are you doing here? You're a 30 year old dude and it's raining. And it's That's a what Harry she Potter said to you? 
basically she's like why are why are you here by yourself uh, like you know like and i'm like well like my wife and my kid are asleep but it's one to come what so she didn't know. know is that you were the least normie of them all that's how it, that's true. how that's how it works she it didn't is, want to yeah. jump in. She, well, clearly, this reporter did not want to jump into the deep end with Trelawney and Dobby. Like, <laughs> she like, she should have felt in yeah, her head with those folks. Did you guys read this fan theory, which I guess has now been kind of discredited by J.K. Rowling? But what does she know? Um, there was this fan theory about like why the Dursleys. No, no, because no, he was a Horcrux, right? Yeah, so there's this fan, thanks for stealing my thunder. Ah, um, sorry. There was this fan theory that the reason the Dursleys are so horrible to him is because, like, when you spend time with a Horcrux, um, it <gasps> makes you miserable, and oh, Harry no. is a Horcrux. And that's why they're so horrible and terrible. But I guess, I guess J.K. Rowling has kind of debunked no, that theory. No, but I also, believe that, because believe they wear too. the locket. They wear the locket, and they turn, like, How really would he be any different? I wonder, I, yeah. I guess if it's in a, but if it's in a living host, I mean. Well, it's not a complete horcrux either, so she has talked about that, the fact that it's, like, not, like, he's not a, a like, fully a horcrux. Like, like she's saying, like, he's, like, yeah. a, some incomplete state. Uh, like, it wasn't okay, so, And I guess you have to, like, not yeah, just be physically close, that, but be, I like. Wanted- what you're saying because i have not heard her say that so he's not fully a horcrux well so i i mean i don't know like i i read this and to be fair i don't have the fanfic knowledge that uh, lauren shows has uh but Shouse, i, I read okay. Shouse. i'm sorry i'm terrible at pronunciation uh but <laughs> so uh, everybody else so is everybody else yeah uh, everybody calls me slaughter so i don't know if, uh, they're all you're gonna have to come back to that <laughs> yeah uh anyway but yeah, no, I read where it was saying that like he did like there. It's more complicated than just like killing someone and wanting to create a horcrux. There's like all these separate things you have to do afterwards. Like she said, like you have to like. So it's it was a accidental. Is what you're saying? It was an accidental situation. So he wasn't fully a horcrux, but uh, right, yeah, because yeah, he didn't complete the creation of the horcrux. Like it, and, it, okay, it split guess... his soul, but it like didn't make a horcrux. Like yeah, because okay. like his soul was just unstable and like latched onto the closest living. So thing. there's a piece of Voldemort inside of him. Uh-huh. Yeah. But the other thing that like debunks the Horcrux theory as far as like why the Dursleys are so horrible to him is that um like you have to be like I think it somebody said you had to be not just like close in proximity like physically close, but you had to like kind of you know, like the way with like Ginny and the diary, like you have to like pour your soul into it or like be like kind oh, of emotionally yeah. close to it and not just physically. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel why... like they were ever emotionally yeah. close to him. Which is why the knocket was uh affected ron more because he was in that sort of like and mm-hmm. he opened himself up to that because he was yeah because he yeah. already had that seed of doubt that seed of jealousy inside of him well not only that and... if the locket affected them so much like wouldn't harry have affected ron and hermione if that was the case right. the Dursleys, but he like, wasn't yeah yeah, yeah. and it would have affe- uh-huh. affected everybody around him I know, like, the Gump's elemental law of transfiguration or whatever, you can't, like, create food out of nowhere. Where do wizards buy their food? Like, are there wizard farmers? Oh, my God. Or do they buy food in muggle stores? Or are there, there, like, wizards farmers markets? Do they garden? Uh, Well, I mean, there's a lot of them. There's herbology. Lauren, is that gluten-free options? Was she gardening? (gasps) Was she? Is she gardening? I think she might be. They have a garden. He she was about canning. Not, okay, and but gardens? I'd like to. Okay, guys, 
No, because I have a Is it time to shit on Molly Weasley? It sure is. It's time to shit on Molly Weasley. We have a garden. So mean of Molly Weasley. I can't believe it. It does not take all day to garden. Okay. What if the gnomes keep invading? But back to my question. But maybe, but maybe Lauren, maybe she gardens and sells her crops at the farmer's market. But but back to my question, not about Molly Weasley, but like, where do they get their food from? Mm. I don't know. Oh my god! I hope they they don't have like house elf plantations. They mention hospitals. They mention. They mention the ministry. They mention all these aspects of wizard society, but they don't mention where they get their they've food. Got, they've got to have wizarding grocery stores. No, but they talked about the the weasies having chickens. Like you know what I mean. Like yeah. so, I they probably didn't they have live them in as the pets. country. They, yeah, no, but I'm saying like general wizards, like wizards that live in the city. So like general. the black slaughters the chickens at the Weasley hey, House. Racist. That's the question, Molly. Um, but like, the so, ones like, that, like, live in 1920s New York City. Where do they get their food? Oh, well, they go to the grocery store. But like, if you live in Diagon Alley or something, where you may may or may not leave. I, I mean, I yeah, think that's we kind of talked like, about this. No, no, no. But like distribution chains, like there are grocery stores. Where do the grocery store? Like, if there are wizarding Wait, so... grocery stores, where do the wizard? Where the, do the wizarding the, grocery stores farmers. source their food? There are wizard farmers. No, I, th- I, th- I think they go to the Muggles. I think they go to the Muggles because, like, when they're in, in seven and they're kind of going around everywhere, like the answer in their heads is like, "Let's go to the grocery that's because, store." To get food. That's yeah. because Hermione yeah. and Harry are both Muggleborns. That's yeah. true. Sherry. Or like that's grew true. up with Muggles, so they know. But I mean, there's an already an attribution of food. They could just get a Muggle to to uh, to. But I, like, I don't think they would money. do that. Or the idea that they can get Muggle money exactly dub and then like. Um, there's wizard farmers multiply the Maybe, money yeah. yeah I like the I mean the idea of wizard farmers makes sense to me I just wonder like it'd be an interesting thing to hear more about like do they farm with like conventional machinery or do they just oh, like uproot all it. the plants with magic or like how do they harvest can we be wizard crops? farmers but like you can't get all of your food from a garden like where do you get your like That's pasta true. or your like you know flour pasta comes or... from a garden yeah, but I don't wheat. think they were growing wheat. Or if they're eating cart. meat, because you know they're eating they're eating bacon and sausage. Well, I would have to think that that if they're not, if we don't have a full on wizarding food industry, um, that we are in some ways dealing with the Muggle world. I mean, you, that's the only yeah. other option. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think the good wizards pay for it, and the bad wizards just figure out how to steal it. Like you know what I mean? Like I, with I magic. Th- no, I think I think that no, there are money wizard- exchange. I the think there are wizarding grocery stores, but that I mean they. So if you think about how how our grocery stores work, for example, like if you have uh, a, a a store like Kroger and they have or whatever they have, or your Publix, and they have their Publix brand or their Kroger brand, right, um, of uh, tomato soup. Nine times out of ten, the Kroger brand and the Publix brand and the Win Dixie brand of tomato soup all come from the same distributor. You know what I mean? They're all being made at the right. same plant. They just slap a different label on it. It's just, and well, that, until it, the wall gets built. So. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but you can find that. I found that out. Like, you can look on your Walmart can of tomato soup and your uh, Kroger can of tomato soup, and it would say, you know, canned and distributed by at such and such in, you know, St. Paul, Minnesota or whatever. Um, I'm mm-hmm. thinking that they just, it's just that their wizarding chain is just another stop on this dis- mm-hmm. the distribution. I mean, I don't know how it worked in the old days, you know, I, you know, 
in the 40s or whatever but I like the idea of wizard farmers though because I feel like that'd be a fun occupation if you were a farmer well, yeah, you brought like up we legumes. Said it's so different, like the idea of like being <laughs> brought up legumes. and being. Yeah, I was going down a totally different train of thought there when you brought up the legumes and the wizards. Like, <laughs> do our wizards like they don't talk enough to me about like how how they get sick or like do they have allergies? Are there like wizards out there with peanut allergies? Like, how do they deal with that? Like, I don't but... think that's a thing in the wizard. World. I don't. I mean, like, but they do still seem to get sick sometimes. I mean, they get these other weird dragon poxy diseases. Yeah, like yeah. I, I don't know. I think they also get, like, just normal colds and stuff, though, right? Because they get, like, they have things like pepper-up potion that are, maybe Mm -hmm. that's just for your, if you're actually cold, not if you have a cold. But I feel like they get normal sicknesses, too, because they do interact with muggles, and their, like, body biology is basically the same. But do they get, like, fake sicknesses where they're allergic to gluten? (laughs) I don't think that's a fake sickness. Are you you talking about your mom? Maybe. No, but your mom I was allergic mom, to though. gluten, isn't she, or something? She's back on that wagon. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That but was is she actually thing. allergic to gluten? No. no one's allergic. She does not have celiac disease, and she never she thought she did. She was just under the impression that gluten causes inflammation, and so she yes. wasn't eating gluten because it made her sore. Okay, so... Yeah, that that, that's different than like celiacs is obviously real, but a gluten like mm-hmm. intolerance is not a real thing. Right. Well, an think. allergy and intolerance are two different things. As exactly. You're true. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And that uh, gluten itself is not an allergen. Is that? Or... It's delicious, is what it is. They never talk about wizards having like allergies or I don't know. Yeah, even the hospitals for like magical problems. You know what I mean? Like like spell damage and stuff Nobody's like that. It's there not for, for like cancer. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. I think because they can fix broken bones so easily, but yet when you're when you're cursed to within an inch of your life, that's like where it's terrible and you have to go somewhere mm-hmm. to like I mean, a healer. Imagine or if 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 wizards could cure cancer, and you a muggle had lost someone to cancer, and you walk and you stumble into Diagon Alley somehow, and you see all these motherfuckers. Dressed in pointy hats and just flippity flopping around, it's like you assholes could have got, could have cured my sister. Of I cancer. mean, or isn't that to some extent that, like, similar? Are married to wizards, right? Like, there's a lot say, of Sherry? muggles married. Mm-hmm. Isn't that to some extent the same as like the fact that there are cures for HIV and there are still lots of people, mostly in the developing world, that are not being cured because they can't exactly. afford treatment? Like, that's not yeah. that much different. Well, Mm-mm. it is, I think. But only because, I mean, that's because like it's not being I'm made not available my... to them because of you know, patents. Like because, because of, of what? I was. Gonna I say... said patents, but yeah, rich yeah, people. Be... Rich people are the worst. Like the fact that like well, we yeah, can it's say shitty. there yeah. are people who can take you know enough anti like like immune those immune suppression drugs that where there's no trace of HIV in their system. And mostly those are the people that are, like, really wealthy. Right? Yeah, or live in a country that has good health insurance. Exactly. So, yeah, no, it's it's equally shitty. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I I don't disagree with what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah. I don't don't at all disagree Uh, with with what you're saying. With the wizard one, right? It's real. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like, if wizards had developed cures for cancer, like, obviously that would 
But do they get cancer? That's the yeah, question. The they may not get cancer. get cancer. They may not ever made a cure for it because they never got it. Like, yeah, but they're married to muggles. A lot of them are married to muggles. Do we not think about that? Yeah, like, at one point, at what mugg- point do uh, does the magic like if you if you're a muggle-born? I'm not getting into eugenics here or whatever, but like if you're a muggle-born and and to some extent all wizards at this point in the books are muggle-borns have it have a muggle in their line somewhere except for the um well no i mean the weasleys are there are very few families that are quote-unquote pure blood so at what point does that sort of like make people i mean because one has to assume that only wizards can get wizard diseases like right dragon pox or, i don't know that's i don't know if is that a sick is that an illness or a hex i can't remember i think it's something you get from dragons I think it makes you look like a dragon. What I don't think you get it from Ron a dragon. Has that, no, I thought it was like Spatterroid. Spatterroid. Yeah, that sounds. I mean, one, maybe that's a wizard name for a regular illness. Chicken pox. That's true. That's yeah. Chicken pox. Yeah. I always imagine it being like that giant thyroid thing. Like, what is that thing that people get when they don't have enough Goiter. iodine? Goiter. Goiter. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I thought you. I thought you meant mumps. I thought you meant mono. <laughs> that has nothing to do I've with never thyroid. I'm thinking things. of the um, lymph nodes. Anyway. Um, so I wonder, now I'm thinking that just, that there is no such thing as, we're all human, so that there is no such thing as wizarding diseases, like actual illnesses. There may be all, like, regular human illnesses, but just have different names. Different names, yeah. Different <laughs> or else they, like, a... they're exposed to different things, you know what I mean? Like, so they're, ex- they're like, ex- exposed to things that muggles aren't exposed to that, like, have different, like, you know, Maybe pathogens. Maybe there are biological differences. Like maybe they have some sort of extra chromosome or something that, yeah, or something like, what is the what is the horrible thing from the original, or not the original, from the Star Wars one, two, and three? Oh, uh, oh my god, yeah. midi chlorians. Oh, maybe they have midi like wizard, wizard. Oh my god! Let's never god. use that word again. No, let's use it every time. Does that mean? But like, that... what if they have like some sort of actual biological differences, and then you could somehow genetically engineer people to make them into wizards? Oh my god! If we could say that, because genetically, when there's a Muggle-born, right, like Hermione, she is genetically different than her parents. She has the weird gene. There's like a dormant right. trait or something, right? Like ba- basically, both of her parents have this recessive wizard Allele. gene. And then it, oh, <laughs> yes, and it gets passed, and it's double energy, so it's it's almost like y'all don't want to get too like far down this train, right? I mean, like I am, like I do happen to have a degree in microbiology. Like I don't do want to really? go too far down that path. I do, yeah. Tell us what you but, think. Well, no, I mean, like uh, start with what's an allele, because I can't remember. <laughs> so an allele is like it could it means like how things are like. It, a phenotype and a genotype so like an allele is like uh just an, an observable trait so like it can either be a phenotype or a genotype so like a genotype is what's in your genes a phenotype is what you see so somebody has like you know a recessive trait for red hair you don't see the red hair that's just in their genes like but if they have red hair they have like an allele for red hair as a phenotype like but regardless, like I, it'd be hard to imagine magic as like a recessive trait, like because it just because it would have had to have manifested itself at some point, like in, you know, in the memory. genetic line. Yeah. 
the Quran. And so somebody would have had to been like a magic ancestor. And like, then once you have a magic ancestor, like, why do you ever stop having magic people if they're so concentrated on pure bloodedness? So. Well, it must be some other explanation. One would think that Midichlorians. <laughs> one would think that if she was, if, that how long does a how long does a gene remain? Can a gene be uh, recessive before it shows itself within you know written memory? She'd have had to have at least a great great, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. Somebody who who was well, especially something who's... like magic. Like you might have had one redheaded cousin that died two hundred years ago. You never knew about, but if you had a wizard or a witch in your family, you remember fifty years ago. Yeah, you like, remember. remember, or they would have like left some trail no, for like other statute of family. secrecy. Maybe they didn't tell anybody. Yeah, but mm-hmm. odds are they would have married somebody. You know what I mean? Like odds are mm-hmm. they would have chosen to stay in the wizarding world. That's racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm wearing. I took some Harry Potter pajama pants that i bought nice. at target and cut them into jorts they're uh, not they're not jorts my... if they're, they're not jeans yeah, well that's true they're not jorts. they're pajorts they're pajorts <laughs> uh. i'm going to bed now are you really no i'm just oh. tired <laughs> well we can wrap it up but i just want to go back to sherry's in the very first episode i think or maybe the second episode you talked about how you didn't think that jay that peop- the movies did not take the books seriously enough yeah I would posit that at the outset, J.K. Rowling didn't take the book seriously in a certain way because in a certain way, in a different way. Like the the I mean the money, the 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 idea of the point system in Quidditch and the conversion rates, or you know how many sickles to a canut and all that or whatever. It's it's intentionally twee. Like, ooh, look how whimsical they are. Like, no, for sure. But I think she takes I think she takes the characters oh, very sure, seriously. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what the movies like don't mm-hmm. take the character development very seriously and that mm-hmm. bothers me. Because you have y'all have talked both. about Yeah. Have y'all talked about our idea for like just doing it? Or my idea, I guess. I try to get you to buy into my idea all the time. I'm, I'm sold it, on this idea. Why? Yeah, the like we should just make a word for word shot by shot like Netflix like this would be the perfect like thing for yeah, Netflix. Yeah, she to, told like, us about that it, like, and I'm I'm down. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I imagine I would, we're I not the first people that have thought of this, but yeah, I mean, I imagine Warner Brothers like, it, option though. goes on for a very long we time. We should just so. do it. I don't think that's. I don't think we get. Okay. Oh, we didn't talk about they that. They just trailer. built a Hogwarts castle and like had a Harry Potter. Oh, possible, you guys! Like, so do you guys fun. remember? So the other day when I was sending you pictures of uh of the Chris's um, and I found this, like all these things online of Chris Hemsworth as like Godric Gryffindor. Like apparently, oh. people on the internet are real into the idea of Chris Hemsworth playing Godric Gryffindor. And mm. I thought you would appreciate that. Is that is one handsome founding father of Hogwarts. I would, I would not say. believe how many slash fics exist about a relationship between Godric Gryffindor and Salazar Slytherin. So really? who would be really? Slytherin? Who would he be? Because I'd like to get somebody with some good. But Chris Hemsworth doesn't fit. I mean, like he's very handsome. But he doesn't fit. Like I don't see Godric Gryffindor as like the big giant Thor looking dude. I mean, like. Is that he's what? not that big though. He he's made to look big as Thor, but he's not yeah. like naturally. Like big. in Ghostbusters, he's just like tall, but he's, he's like not... no, he's pretty ripped he's... in Ghostbusters. He's six. I mean, one, he's but like, he's but he's not like bulky like he is in Thor. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, Apparently, all of the Chris's are the same height, which is also weird. Who would make a good Salazar Slytherin? Well, does it have to be another one of the Chris's? Uh, no, no. I call Chris Pine. I think he would be <laughs> no. No, As Salazar I Slytherin? I'd say that. If it, if it was going to be a Slytherin out of the Chris's, it would be Pine. 
Thank you. Um, but if it wasn't, if it was just anyone, if it was anyone. Oh God! Okay. What's Jude our Law. age range? I was <laughs> thinking Jude Law. Man, I just I don't like this guy. I've tried. I've tried so hard like to Law. like him. I don't like him. I don't like the idea. Wait, have of you him have you have you seen have you seen I Heard Huckabees? No. Okay, watch I Heard Huckabees. That's like the only time You'll I love still Jude hate Law. Him. <laughs> Am mm-hmm. I still gonna hate him? No, I'm just joking. Um, well, let's, as far as Sal Salazar's what's our age range if we're casting yeah when are we picking him i'm just sorry i'm gonna go with loki even though there is a connection with him and hemsworth i'm just gonna go (gasps) with that is that is a good choice that's not bad um i can't remember his real name Um, let's get to this trailer and then wrap it up okay so we gotta uh and then we gotta make up a spell still I did watch it. Is, is it Rowena Ravenclaw that's in it, or is that Helga Hufflepuff that's in it? It's neither. It's uh, something McCloggan. She's yeah. a McCloggan. The McCloggan, that's right. And, and that's it, was, like, it was debated whether she's related to Cormac. To McClag- to well, Cormac one would have to assume. But I think, yeah, I think that would have I mean, to be you assumed. wouldn't have to assume. I would assume. I, shut up. You know what? <laughs> we all have We all have expressions. <laughs> No, but I, I choose to I assume. I just remember the idea of like some. They spent a lot of money on that man. Whatever they made a really nice. Yeah, trailer. I kind of wonder what their budget was. Like, I'd like yeah. to find out. Yeah, because it, uh, it it didn't look bad. And the guy who plays uh, Voldemort, Tom bad... Marvel Riddle. You mean he's not Voldemort? Yeah, I mean he's maybe a little bit Voldemort, like a percent. Like he's he looks good though. He like he 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 kind of favors um, the first young Tom Riddle. Like from yeah, the second the movie, I think yeah. it's an interesting concept. I don't think it's ex- I don't think they're going to execute it. I don't think I don't think it's executable. You know what I mean? Like I think that is an is interesting the concept time frame that McClagan is going after him to stop him? Is that the concept? Well, that's the problem. I, I think, think so. in the execution. I think the okay. idea that like catching Tom Riddle at the at the turn, like you know, a sort of antihero going the wrong way kind of turn is an interesting like choice. Like I would like to see sort of like that. Like all the stuff you're learning in book six, I think would be interesting to see, like from a a different perspective. Like the fact that he murders his own parents while he's still at Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, But I'm saying it's not interesting because it's going to be for his own father. It's going to be interesting. I do wonder what the narrative purpose exactly is of inserting this rando rando. I mean, other than somebody has to follow him around, it can't be from his POV, I guess. But wouldn't sure. it? Why not? I think it'd be more interesting if it was from his POV. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Because I feel like, some, like during during the sixth book when they're going back and like watching some of his memories or whatever and like Dumbledore is talking to Harry and he's like, oh, are you possibly like feeling bad for him? And like, it's really interesting to think about like, you know, from his point of view, even though he ends up being like a horrible person, like right. kind of how did all of that like unfold. Harry. They're similar yeah. in their because he's orphan and and like so how yeah. did he go in such a different direction than than yeah. directionary? That would, went? that would be the the interesting point of it is like at what point did he choose, or did he choose? Mm-hmm. You know, but but people, I think one of the I read a few comments because I always read the comments. Yeah. When, um, when it was posted, was um, they uh, people were uh, uh, accusing that character of being like a Mary Sue. Are you familiar with that? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Term a Mary funny. Sue is a um, is an avatar for the the author 
or the the reader to insert themselves into the story, basically. Like so, like a uh, really bland character. Like no, a really not bland not that. Person? Like somebody who acts as a. Um, if you I want mean, to it would have the universe and be like, oh, let me go and have fun in the wizarding right. world. I'll just make myself this character, and that's right. you're saying that this McQuaggan person is that person. Yeah, although typically a Mary Sue uh, in its in its, if I were to insert a Mary Sue into a uh, Harry Potter story, the most typical version of that would be a Muggle who stumbles upon the wizarding world and becomes yeah. friends with them, or and then at some point in the story discovers that they also have magic powers. Like that is the most typical Harry so Potter like wizard Harry? suit. Or Harry Potter wizard suit. Nope. Yeah, Harry but Potter like, Mary Sue. Wizard suit. Is I don't totally understand this concept, but it, isn't it like some like just basically a way to introduce like a world through kind of like the eyes of someone who isn't familiar no, with no, it? Yeah, because wouldn't that just be like explaining no, Harry Potter? Because Mary Harry Potter Sue started is... off that way. We discovered yeah, the time out. Like Mary in... Sue is specific to fanfic. Yeah, oh, it's okay. like it's only like a type of fanfic oh, okay. where you like, and it is sort of like like uh, dismissively attributed to female fanfic writers mm-hmm. usually. That's yeah. why it's a Mary Sue. Like, oh, like I this, see what you're saying. So almost like this, romance like, guy's novel. World or something. I think I think there's a male version, and I think it is like a a Gary Lou or something. I might be making yeah, that up. Gary Lou, something <laughs> like that, yeah. I've seen so is a, this a Mary Sue fanfic very sexual? It doesn't have to be. can be, I guess. Because I, I'm thinking, like, what you're saying is, like, the girl falling in love with a guy or, like... Yeah, that's, saying, that romantic. is a lot of it, too. Like, romantic. it's like... the the uh, One could uh, posit that even though Twilight is not a fanfic... Um... Bella would it, be a Mary Sue. Bella would be a Mary Sue. Because everybody's in love with her well, for no reason. Like yeah, a, yeah a, because you don't understand what is specifically awesome about her at all, ever. Yeah, it's just like, series. it's a way for the, uh, I mean, I guess I guess it doesn't, you don't see Mary Sue's in published fiction too often because uh, it wouldn't be published. I haven't read Fifty Great, but I've heard that that's similar to the main It is, it is, it's like, there's no reason why this female character would be beloved by, like, a bajillionaire. Yeah, or yeah. B- by two men, and it's just like, you know, it's a way for the author or the reader through that main character to insert themselves into this sort of like, I don't know, it's like a play out of fantasy. Yeah, if you do like an alternate universe Draco Malfoy version of Harry Potter, like I, I think that's really common, right? Where people are like. Dude, Draco Malfoy and that shithead who stole the spotlight or something like yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But if you did all seven books that way, I think it would be like Draco's muggle-born wife at the end, like who, you know, like I don't know, like you see like is a Mary Sue. Like yeah, as a Mary Sue, <laughs> like somebody who liked Draco, like, you know, and was like, I'm just gonna insert myself in the wizarding world and like be Draco's muggle wife or now I can't like remember that. if this really happened. everybody's uh I can't remember if this really happened in the Cursed Child, or if this was a fan fiction, but did she die of some disease? A story of his wife. To who? Yeah. Yes, his wife died in Draco's uh, wife. Draco's wife yeah. died. I remember the... she was sick, but did she? I didn't realize she died. Maybe she died he in the timeline ha- yeah. that it collapsed or whatever. Uh, did she? Did she die in the? No, she died. Yeah. She was dead. That's why Draco became better because he had to raise Scorpius, Scorpius. No. like by himself. I didn't. Re- 
I thought she, yeah, I, I knew she was sick, but I didn't remember that she was always dead for the whole time. Yeah. Like, that kind of detail seems fan fiction-y to me, but anyway. And that also well, made Scorpion better. Whole, like, it the made whole him thing a better feels person. fanficy. Yeah. But yeah. I'd read, like, just a fanfic, I'd read, like, just a, that Draco Malfoy perspective book, like, books 11 Let's each talk about that, or, what we would read, like, perspective. I think would be another cool one to do 11 through 17. Who? Tom Riddle. Like, do a Tom Riddle, like, you know, 11, like, you know, books one through seven. Like, I love at least one yeah, book like, from Neville's point of view. That would be <laughs> oh, God, yes. The boy who, who, the boy who, the oh, boy, who, the boy who didn't die. <laughs> the boy who didn't die. <laughs> anyway. I would like a McGonagall forgot his version lunch. of the story. I would just like McGonagall. <laughs> the boy who forgot his lunch. <laughs> <laughs> the boy who couldn't remember what he forgot. The boy who lost, ne- uh, the boy Aww. that lost Trevor. Yeah, almost Aww. lost Trevor. He, he always found Trevor. That is true. God. Um, well, I'm hearing a lot of yawns, guys. Yeah. Sorry, so, guys. Maybe we ought to make our fake spell and uh, maybe oh, we yeah. ought to wrap this thing up. What What do we, I think yeah. Bo- uh, Bob, I almost called you Bob. I think <laughs> Dub. <laughs> I just want this spell. I want a spell that makes me feel truly rested. When I haven't had enough rest. Okay, That's but what... let's get let's give it to Morio our guests. Sleepio. <laughs> Morio Sleepio. That's a terrible spell. Try again. That is terrible. Though. Well, I was just saying what hers like was was to. to uh, well, to do you have a sleepy. an idea for a spell dub since you're a guest? I don't. I don't at the moment, but I can keep thinking for a minute, and it might what come do... to me. Well, you like beer. I like beer. Uh, yeah, I do like beer. You know what sounds like a spell? Huh? What? Lacroix. <laughs> oh no! I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the richest wizard I don't ever. What that I'm gonna create no, Googlio, man. where you just like say something Googlio. and get the answer. Like, oh my god, that is. Or genius. having Siri, like Google or Siri, or uh, what is the Amazon version? Alexa. The... Alexa. Alexa. But I like Googlio. Like Googlio. 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 Just find out Googlio and say. And it would okay, like, the write voice something down, Google it, and it puts the answer. The voice would be um Gildor Lockhart's voice. <laughs> <laughs> so it actually speaks to you and tells you the answer. Yeah, but it, it gets the answer wrong. The answer, actually that would be that would be bingo. <laughs> <laughs> because bingo, they, they'll, bingo? it'll be wrong. It would be wrong. It would, bingo. That would be. It would be Gilderoy Lockhart's voice and the wrong answer probably, yeah. or so. But, like, but it would have a nice smile. It would no. It would just sound really nice. It, it would, would just sound be, good. Actually, that would be yeah. That would be just Alta Vista. Ask Jeeves. Alta Vista. <laughs> Alta Vista. <laughs> ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. Terry said ask. Jeeves. So that'd be hilarious. I just love. I just love him. Relaxer's awesome. You love Jeeves. He's terrible, but he's awesome. Oh. So are we going um, with Go- Googleo. Googleo is a good one. So like, what happens? It answers your questions, and it it finds you the answer to any question. That seems like it'd be a hard spell to do. Yeah, you'd have like to, when like, you ask Siri, like question. voice recognition, voice recognition of your wand it automatically recognizes your own your particular voice, and when you say "Hey" or "Hello" or something like that, but I think like, your, your your wand already recognizes you though from yeah, your like touch or whatever. Right. So if you say "Hey" and you ask a question, it's automatically going to answer you. Well, I think it's going to be similar to, like, the Marauder's Map, like, is the way I was imagining it. Like, you know, where you, like, it comes alive, like, when you say the right thing, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, you do... Oh, it's like on paper. 
Yeah, you write down oh. a question on the parchment and you say like, you know, like, like a search Googlio, engine. Like, and then it, like the answer is there. Mm, like oh, that's genius. It's also cheating. It's totally well, che- you know, that sounds like everything something... in wizardry is cheating. Yeah, that... so they don't spend like two whole books looking for a book in the library. Ask <laughs> uh, yeah. Googlio. Uh, We're living uh, who the hell living is home. Nicholas Flamel? Googlio. Googlio <laughs> yeah. That would have shortened, shortened the first book by quite a bit. Well, that sounds good. I like Googlio. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the, the Sorting Chat, your podcast for Harry Potter uh, shit. And uh, ridiculous nonsense. As always, uh, I'm Lauren. I'm Sherry. Okay. I'm Dale. And uh, thank not you. as always, but I'm the other guy. <laughs> well, thank you so much thank for being you, with Deb. us, Dub. And uh, thanks, and all that. So, thank you, you want to send us? <laughs> do you want to send us out with your new spell? Uh, what time is it? And the Googlio answer is bedtime. Mm. Right. Terrible. I'm going to start over. Sorry. Somebody else send it. What's no, our email, no, What's our email address, Lauren? Oh, yeah. Our, Google, uh, our email address. If you have, uh, we had, uh, if you have any questions or suggestions or you'd like to um, uh, chime in on our uh, house elf debate that we had earlier or suggest spells or uh, write us a love note. Tell us your birth story. Um, <laughs> who cares? Uh, email us at thesortingchat at gmail.com and you can also find us on Facebook um, on, uh, just type in you know how Facebook works, just find us we also have Googlio Googlio us, us. alright well uh, thank you for being with us uh, tonight and don't let those bed bugs bite and don't let the muggles get you down. <laughs> don't let the muggles get you down. Alright, Googlio, everybody! Don't let the everybody. muggles get you down. Googlio.